Today we begin our brand new message series that we call Made for More. When you were baptized, you became a daughter or a son of God, made to have a wonderful and full life, baptized into Christ. Baptized into Christ, we are called to be people who help one another and serve one another out of love and for love. We say we are made for more because we don't serve to gain some reward. We serve a higher purpose. We are made as Christians to serve with love. Just look at the love that's exhibited in today's readings. The first reading from Isaiah concentrates on the Messiah who does what he does out of love. The suffering, the sacrifice, the service of Jesus. Therefore, when Jesus calls on us to serve, whether it's serving him or those around us, it's not something we should ignore. Jesus gives us the best he has to give, his very life. Should we not also offer him the gift of our lives in return? Then the responsorial psalm speaks to us about mercy. Mercy is another word for love. Jesus offers mercy, love with his heart, his heart of service, wanting us to have love and mercy for other people too, out of this sense of being of service to others. Then our second reading features this statement. We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. The word sympathize, as used here, meant to suffer along with. Jesus isn't just standing on the sidelines watching us as we play the game of life, per se. He's in life right with us. Jesus became human to share in our suffering, the same feelings, hurts, and trauma that we experience. This reading also says, approach the throne of grace to receive mercy and timely help. Jesus also tells us in the Bible that we're to give what we receive, so we are to give mercy and timely help to others as we receive it from the Lord. Finally, in the gospel, in the gospel, Jesus states he gives his life as a ransom. As his followers, are we also to give our lives as a ransom? Let's explore that for just a moment. In the Middle Ages, thousands of Christians went to crusades to the Holy Land to liberate the area for Christians because it had been captured by the Ottoman Empire. These crusades went on for several centuries and eventually failed in the end. There were vast numbers of casualties, thousands killed in battle, tens of thousands, including a king of France, cut down by disease on the way, and thousands more, including a king of England, held captive for ransom. Entire religious orders were started with the sole purpose of ransoming captives and liberating prisoners of war. In other words, men became priests as part of these religious orders who formed communities simply to ransom captives and prisoners of war. Sometimes those priests would even offer themselves in exchange for the prisoners as ransom. Was that just an isolated incident in history long ago and far away? We might think so, but the gospel tells us differently. For as we heard so clearly, 
Jesus identifies his whole mission as ransoming captives. I've come to give my life as a ransom for the many. In defining himself in that way, Jesus also defines us, our vocation, as his followers. So we'd better figure out what this business of ransoming captives and rescuing prisoners is all about where we're concerned. Well, first of all, it's not about dashing off to some distant country to negotiate with terrorists and trying to liberate people in that way. Our task is more subtle than that, and our opportunities are much closer at hand. Jesus is asking us to do for one another what He does for us, or at least what He's trying to do for us. He's asking us to invest our very best energies in the task of setting one another free from whatever is holding us captive. To understand that vocation, we have to look closely at the kinds of things that enslave people. Just think of the fears and the angers and the grudges that hold people captive. Think of the bad habits of a lifetime that traps so many. Think of the bad ideas, the negative ideas, or just the negativity that imprisons so many people. And then think of the compulsive need for things, for more stuff, which holds so many of us hostage and forecloses the possibility of a happy life because when you think about it, a lot of times it seems like our stuff owns us more than we own it. We're always trying to deal with our stuff. We are made for more than that. Just call up in your mind's eye the face of anyone you know, friend or foe, and you will see there, even in the very best of people, the hints of prison walls, something that's closing in on us that keeps us from being everything God created us to be, and therefore having the need to be set free. How do we go about helping one another to escape these prison walls? Tons of free advice will rarely do it. You know that as a parent of adult children, right? If you can give them all the free advice in the world, that rarely does it. We should have already learned that part. The most powerful liberating gift we have to give is our steadfast, compassionate presence, no matter how old you are in life. Giving our steadfast, compassionate presence to others means we'll be living a life of service to other people. Our service, that is our strength, our goodness, our willingness to continue walking along the side of our friend can in time become strength and goodness and freedom for our friend. That's a wonderful gift that you have to give, a wonderful gift that all of us have to give, strength, goodness, and freedom. How sad it would be if we failed to give it. Jesus is asking us very simply to do for one another what He does for us out of love. Words are easy right there, but it's difficult. Remember though, Jesus is in the game of life right along with you. We too want to be in the game, don't we? Not just on the sidelines as a spectator. Service isn't some drudgery that we're forced to do. Being there for one another is something we should be excited about because it's an opportunity to love more and, yes, in the end, receive more love as well. So remember, 
You are made for more. We are made as Christians to serve with love. Jesus clearly states, I've come as a servant to give my life as a ransom for the many. What about you? To serve as a Christian is to serve with love.